Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good evening and welcome to episode 41 of the AR Comic Pod. I'm your host this evening, Rory Greenfield, and I've just got one guest with me this evening. Stu is away on, I don't know, some some international duty doing God knows what these days. Uh, <laughs> but I'm here to talk about Spider-Man this week and, and previewing what is probably going to be this summer, maybe even this year's kind of biggest film. So I'm joined by... You know, a guy who's regular on the podcast. Um, I can list all of his, his hosting duties, but we might be here for quite a while. I will talk his television based one, which is the excellent on the box podcast. Also, um, host of the AI under pressure. And I'll give a slight clue if you've not got it already. He's also the host of the Gags Tandem show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Gags Tandem. There you go. Love right, it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Happy to be back. And, you know, Stu. It's you know, been a while, man, actually. It, it's been, it's it's been, been a while it's since been a while. you've been on. It's been yeah. Stu's, Stu's away. Sorry. Kissing dogs and stuff. You know, it's, he's busy. <laughs> kissing dogs. Is that, is he won't kissing, listen to this anyway. Get, get so kissing babies. Is that a kissing babies? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's off. I don't know. He's got some good stuff. We've been busy anyway because yeah. I've been. He's, he's in London. Um, I think at the Lincoln Park gig or something last night. So he's having fun with that. So, um, yeah, it's good to talk about this man. I mean, you know, it's one of those films that they've crept around a bit this summer. It, yeah. It's kind of taught me by surprise a little bit because it's come round quick. Know, yeah, it's come round quick because I was away um, after Guardians came out, and that was obviously the start of May. Um, or end of April in the UK and sort of May in the US. And then, and then since then, you know, Wonder Woman's come around, Spider-Man, and then all the big summer blockbusters are just knocking on the door, you know? So it's, it feels like a big kind of big month ahead for, for film really. Um, and Spider-Man's probably going to be 
be up there really with the the, mm. the biggest of them. Cause, Wonder Woman, yeah. Wonder Woman's done wonders. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's do you know a, what? So it's, it's taken me mental. legitimately by surprise. Mm. I mean, I, I've watched it now, and it's it's an excellent film. I can see why it's got all the hype and all the kind of positivity. But I was saying we talked about that a while ago. The marketing on that film was was pretty terrible. Do you know what I mean? Like Spider Man has been in and around marketing you know, sections for, for months now, you know, I mean, after did, Guardians. Did you see the NBA finals adverts they did for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Crazy. It's, yeah. And the promotional work they've done on this is, is pretty big because it's, it's obviously a Marvel film. Um, but it's not a Disney studio production. It's a Sony studio production. So it's kind of, it's their big hitter. Do you know what I mean? Of the year. And I'm not sure how it works in terms of profit and I'm not sure how it works in terms of, Really, the MCU going forward. I, I know that Spider-Man is now, you know, open to be an Avenger. Um, I know he's in the MCU in that regard because they've done a collaboration, which is important, um, especially important for Phase Four. But it's just difficult to know how it it works because this feels more to me like on the surface that it's a it's a Disney Marvel production when Sony still you know, hold the purse strings and the marketing budget and everything else that goes along with it. So it's, it's a little weird, bit of a, a weird funny one. situation. It is yeah, a weird one, but is. the fact that Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in this and exactly. a couple of others coming back for it. So at the end of the day, this is part of the, the MCU now, you know? It is one. now. Yeah, exactly. And, and I he, think that's what everyone needed because yeah. Spider-Man's kind of been out on its own. A little bit like, you know, Fox has got the rights to X-Men, and I think mm. there's probably a lot of people at Disney Marvel that would have liked to have a go at the X-Men at oh some point. Oh, my God. You know they, I mean? they, so. If they would bite their hand off right now, if they could bring them into yeah. the... Well, it's too late now, I think, because they've filmed... Yeah, they, they've the gone filming. out on their own. They've produced a lot of films, and, and obviously now they've gone off, and, and Logan was was exceptional, and, and Deadpool's in that same Well, he said, of me, the only so. film I'd do now is Avengers. If they could mix me in with Avengers somehow, that's what I'll come back for. <laughs> so, Logan, is, you know, it's... I mean, this this film actually, uh, Homecoming. Before we go into everything yeah. else, if you look at the if you look at the way it's been marketed, everything says Marvel Studios now. Everything. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, the yeah. Sony Sony will be all over it in terms of when they open, you know, when you open the sh- the film and stuff. Well, 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 when the check, yeah, when the checks get written, <laughs> I'll be happy. Let's put it that way. I reckon they've paid them. I reckon they've paid them enough for the rights to say, and Sony have said, right, no worries, here you go. Have it, it. It's it's a very complicated. It is. Uh, yeah, it's very complicated. I think the reason they haven't is because you know the films like Venom, which has been announced, that mm. is a Sony production, so it's still within the Spider-Man universe as such. So I don't think I that think, probably I think, won't be. In the MCU. No, it, well, it, no, 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 it won't be. But I'm yeah. saying that Sony's still got the rights for the Spider-Man. Uh, you know, areas including the villain. So, I, oh I yeah, think, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think all it is. So I think Sony still deal. got it. Yeah, they've yeah, just done they, a deal for the next, say, I don't know, five years to come in these films. Something like that. Yeah, yeah it'll be something. Like yeah, that. and 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 you know, and it makes sense to all parties really because I mean, Sony haven't really got. They, they produce good films and, and they produce some big films, but they don't have the guaranteed money makers. Do you know what I mean? And they've tried it with Spider-Man over the years. And, you know, they look at, you know, like Paramount Studios have tried it and, and tried various things. And then what they settled on was Fast and the Furious because that makes them a shit ton of money whenever it's released every two or three years. Do you know what I mean? So everyone's got 
that one ticket item, whereas Disney's got, <laughs> I don't know, everything, multiple everything. facets. Yeah, yeah exactly. Got, they've got so much. So they've money. obviously got their live-action Disney stuff, they've got their animated stuff, Pixar, and then Star Wars and Marvel. It's like they just literally clean up. So all the studios want a guaranteed payday. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day. And, mm. and it makes sense for all parties. And I think it's it's great that it's happened because, uh, you know, as we watched Tom Holland in, in um, Civil War, we got a kind of taste of, of what Spider-Man's going to be like. Do you know what I mean? This Spider-Man and this story is going to be like. And I think we're all, I don't know, after that, I got my buzz back for Spider-Man a little bit. I mean, he was, he was great in Civil War. He was the, he, my girls, when they, I've told that we, what, when we covered this yeah, last yeah. time, the girls walked out going, I, we love, the little one's like, he's my favourite now. So they can't wait to watch this Friday or Saturday. They're just yeah. like, you know, he is their favourite. Because, I mean, let's just, we might as well just talk about Tom Holland. He covered pretty much everything off the, the comedy of him, you know, the youth, you know, youthfulness of him. Everything of, of Spider-Man, he just pretty much, he nailed it. Absolutely yeah. nailed it. And I think he bounced off the other characters. That was key. If he's going to come back into other movies, he bounced off the other characters so well. Yeah, he did. And yeah. so, so that's, that's a massive, massive thing. I think it was probably really good for us to see that cameo because coming into this movie that we're going to talk about later, a little bit later, um, yeah. it, 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 it sets it up perfectly and you don't know. You're not like, oh my God, what's this new Spider-Man going to be like? Because you already know. You kind of yeah, already know. Yeah, they're very clever at that because, yeah. I mean, you know, Civil War had a lot on its hands. I mean, we talked about that. The Russo brothers had so many characters to play with. And they had to bring in Black Panther, which they did excellently. Because again, some people weren't completely sold by him, but I think everyone was quite intrigued. And I think that's what it needed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought he was great, but I thought you kind of wanted to see more of Wakanda and what goes on there. And I think that's the whole premise. And I mean, that film looks incredible already, just the trailers alone. But, um, you know, and then you had Spider-Man as well. And, it, it was very clever how they did it. And yeah, his interaction, as he said, I mean, some of the lines in that film were just priceless. I mean, he's the one that made everyone laugh. Um, when he's talking about the, the, the vintage stuff, when he's talking about Star Wars, have you guys seen that, that, that film? Yeah, like, I was, you I know, was loving it. I was loving yeah, it. That's like your two dreams right there, isn't nerd, it? Nerd, the nerd, yeah, the young nerd. And he's British actor as well. These British actors yeah. are doing some amazing, amazing things. Yeah, they are. And you look at the, I mean, the MCU is now littered with British actors because, um, oh God, I've forgotten his name, which just means it's been a long day. Sherlock Holmes, Benedict Cumberbatch, obviously doing Doctor Strange. Um, you also had like Paul Bettany who's done, um, the vision, but obviously, you know, uh, yeah, been and, in and Iron the, Man all the way through, you and know. And obviously sister, sister Lucas Films is doing, uh, well, sorry, sister oh. company is doing um, British actors in terms of the main Star Wars yeah, movies are, are all they over really there. Are. So they really are, and they're doing excellent as well. I mean, everyone big stars, been in that. superstars. It's, it's been great. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and that's all we was talk about the casting and stuff. But it's it is vital, you know. I mean, they must have gone through so many potential Spider Men, you know, uh, just because it's such a big part. And it's 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 perfect casting. I mean, he's. He's an accomplished actor. I mean, the guy's, he's young, but he, he's got some acting chops on him. He's, he's done some good films in his kind of young career. And, and I, I saw a lot of him for a while and thought, yeah, he's one of those actors, you know, like Nicholas Holt, who's been in X-Men, but was originally in things like About a Boy and God knows stuff when he was really young, you know, and, and Skins as well, which is 
quite famous British TV show. Um, most of the actors of that have gone on to do Game of Thrones and all this other stuff. And, um, mm. yeah, it's, Dev, it's, Dev it's, Patel it's a as good well? time. Yeah, Dev's, Dev's gone on. He was in Skins as well. Yeah. Amazing, and he's gone on man. and nominated for an Oscar for Lion. And that, and that guy yeah. is just, uh, quality. Anyway, I, I know Stu's not here. Joey's not here, yeah. but. What they probably would have told you straight away is about something about Spider-Man, a little tidbit. So here we go. go. Created by not only Stanley, but Steve Ditko too. And I actually watched, um, something on YouTube today, um, basically finding Steve Ditko. It's, it was actually a documentary by, um, Jonathan Ross, of all people. Wow. One of his, well, he, favorite. he loves, he loves yeah. comics. Yeah. Go and watch it because it's all about, Steve Ditko and how he didn't get credit, or he felt he didn't get credit for creating him. And uh, Stan Lee's on, well. yeah. on there as well, talking about it. And it's such a such a good documentary. And the point well, is, it's Stan Lee's baby. It always has been. He said, you know? yeah. And basically, Stan Lee says, I gave him the idea, like, here's Spider Man. And then he went and drew it. And he goes, but I drew the Spider Man that you've, you know, that you've got yeah. on the screen or whatever. So he just wanted the, he just wanted the credit. And, uh, sounds like sounds like social network. Sounds like a yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they were, they didn't. They were, I think he's a recluse. I think you know he he didn't want to yeah. meet with uh, Jonathan Ross. Nothing. He was he met him, but he didn't allow cameras. It was so good. Honestly, go watch it. No, really I will check it out. It's just it's just basically he's just known for just creating a 38 amazing issues of Spider-Man. Yeah, and, and Spider-Man is, I mean, it's it's a shame Joey and Stu aren't here to it, you know, we will get them on for the review, but... Yeah. Um, They'd nail it. You know, <laughs> jo- jo- well, Joey just adores Spider-Man. And, yeah. and the thing is, I can see why everyone does, because he's the most relatable yep. for, for a lot of people, he, because he, he's always been played quite young, quite cheeky. So, like, younger guys and girls grow up, watching Spider-Man kind of, you know, really enjoying Spider-Man because he's fun. And I think that's what everyone likes about him. And and I, you know, I, I was like, Stu, I, I grew up playing the games, watching the cartoon. Now that cartoon, yeah. it's lovely how the theme of that is, as was used in, in both of those series, wasn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, Spider- yeah. It was used in, I love that because it, it just made me connect with it even more. And I think when you're a kid, you're connecting with this, and he's supposed to be a kid, right? I mean, exactly. let, let, I mean, yeah. Toby Maguire was 27. So was Garfield. I think 27, 28. So they were a bit older, but this guy is in this, he was 20 when he, or 20 yeah. or 19 when he first played. And he, he looks young as well. He, you he's know, got a baby he's face. He's very fresh face. So yeah, it's exactly. actually the first one that's playing it. That's actually maybe looks like a 15 year old. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they they do that occasionally. I mean, Kickass. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Kickass. Yeah, yeah, wonderful, about. wicked, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, that's it. like one of the original kind of dark, kind of R-rated, kind of you know. I think it inspired Deadpool a little bit, and, and the other films that have come on since. And and he's a teenager. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's why when I watched that, and I was I was probably at university, so I was twenty twenty one, but. It's it's more relatable, you know, because you, you're watching these films and going, yeah, that guy isn't that dissimilar from my age. And Spider-Man's one of those. He, he's the kind of what person that everyone wanted to be. Do you know what I mean? If you're playing in the playground, it was at the time where we were growing up, it was probably Spider-Man because it wasn't necessarily, you know, Superman. I think that was a little bit before my era just a bit you know not massively amounts but it was it was it was a little bit bigger when i you know was was very young and then you know spider-man was the craze and then x-men we means to talk about all the mm. time that the x-men comics and, and the x-men cartoons were, were great when we were growing up um 
But there wasn't Iron Man, you know, there no. wasn't Captain America. I think America, you nailed it. You know? I think yeah. you nailed it with your Mr. Relatable. I mean, how? Let, let's just talk about it quickly. How can you relate to Superman, Batman, Iron Man, Hulk, <laughs> Cap? Unless you're a billionaire, a scientist, or an alien, you're going to find it fucking tough to relate to yeah. them, right? Or Spider-Man. And then, and then with, with Spidey, it's, it's a kid that gets bit. Yeah. He doesn't have any, like, he's just your but, average but kid. Every and, comic, and, you know, right, or every movie we've seen, right, we're going to go on to talk about it. What you're going to see in those trials, tribulations, of a young man what he's going through a kid gain powers like you said but the powers come I mean that line with great power comes great responsibility first using a comic by the way Uh, I double checked that with with Joey first before before (laughs) I had the fact it tells you everything he is at times depressed stuck in life I think it was in I watched Spider-Man 2 just today actually with my young one Uh, you know the, the, the one in the back the past yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to refresh it. And in there, he's so fucking depressed. Like, oh, God. He's a superhero it's, it's that's a drag. It's a drag, that film at and times, yeah. But people love part two because it's it's just a, the reality of losing a mate, not being able to be with a girlfriend, like not being able to get her. He's losing everything, and that psychologically just affects him. And like in life, right, wouldn't we be affected if, if there's something getting in the way of something you really want, you know, being your best friend or being, but it's something forced upon you. Or not, you didn't want it. it kind yeah, of, no, 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 completely agree. It's I, so, I think the thing so is that easy. film yeah. didn't go down a conventional action film route. And I mm. think that's why people like the early Spider-Man films, because while they were built on, you know, these big cityscapes and, you know, swinging through the, through the city and then through the towers and stuff and all the action. It wasn't just about that. I, I think for the criticism that particularly Stu gives Toby Maguire, I, you know, I don't think he's a perfect Peter Parker. No, he wasn't. But uh, I'll he agree does with him. bring a decent bit of acting to the role and, yeah. and he does bring a bit of emotion. And those first two films, I mean, they were excellent. I yeah, mean, most were. people, you know, the early X-Men, I didn't really get on board with. No. I'd say Spider-Man was probably the film that, that launched this what we know now you know the mcu as it is today it gave it it gave it more traction because there is other films that come along they did the terrible deadpool remake and obviously batman's been going forever but wasn't done that effectively for years because you had your batman and robin and batman forever and all the shit films that came along for a while (laughs) um i think think what it is rory they stuck really close to his character you know what he yeah. goes through that was the key that peter parker peter we forget we always say spider-man but peter parker's the key right that's who oh, you, yeah. that's who you connect with that's who you're like yeah. oh man i feel bad i feel bad i mean it's a his school family love interest constant battle right so it's clear to yeah. see something that you should be able to relate to in the person so sometimes we can have so much go on in life for example we find it hard to balance yeah so i'm i'm yeah, like yeah. for example you know what great example i'm no superhero okay i'm not trying to say i am but i can relate to this with with anfield index i work so hard on this right and i found it so tough to balance life love kids you know it's just an example how a normal person can relate with the character do you get what i mean like there yeah. are you can go like yeah you know if, if there's too much going on when you're focusing on something else and you're trying to build or you're trying to achieve something, and he was, it just takes over and you can get a mind fucking. I think the first two showed that really well. Even though, like Simon Brundish had a right fit about this morning, he hates Toby Maguire, by the way. Uh, as, even as Spidey, he goes, he's just ugly. 
<laughs> he's ugly and thin, and that's all he said. <laughs> and he's, he's not. He didn't not like a Dunst. Leading man. He didn't no, like Dunst either. He didn't like Dunst either. But my, my point is, I think he did it well. But he he's not the best Spider Man. I think the movies no. were decent uh, and they were good, but he wasn't the best. Let's just put it that way. He's, yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. I, I hold him in a little bit higher regard than, that's, that's than a lot of people yeah, do. Great. I, and I, I, I know because these, uh, you know debates. it was a new role for anyone to play, and I think very good point. You know, I, I think what's come after uh, with with Andrew Garfield in particular is is almost just a rehash of what's gone before. And and I don't often put that down to the actor because it's the director, it's the script, it's what they. You know, it's what the director directs the actor to to produce. You know, it's very hard for a, uh, an actor in a mainstream Hollywood film to go off off on a tangent because if they try and produce something a little bit different, it often gets shouted down. And you You're know, right. they they just have to stick to the the very specific way of of the director wants it. And the weird thing is, um, it's strange topic to go off to, but it's, it's another big franchise. My little boy's obsessed with transformers since we went to the States. Um, literally everything transformers. Amazing. Um, Cause the ride there is really cool. And, Mm. and, you know, he likes the cartoon and, and, you know, it's fun. I mean, Jesus, transformers is great for kids, but they're five films into this big franchise and they've been terrible for probably three films now, but the first first one, right. 10 years ago, CGI in it is incredible. I'll be honest. Mm. And it was, it was quite ahead of its time, but Shia LaBeouf in that role or Shia LaBeouf, however you pronounce it. And I know he's, he's gone off the rails and he's quite politically active and he's, you know, he's an interesting actor. He's still got some potential, but he, he was almost like Woody Allen in a lead role in that film. He was bizarre. He wasn't a typical leading kind he of was, actor. He was great. I, I, and I thought that. he was great. And you look at him and you think, how the hell did a director let him play that kind of really quirky offbeat central role? And it's nice when that happens because he was the best part about that film, despite all the action and the robots and Optimus and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's nice when it happens. So you get, you get actors that do this. You, you, you come, it come along and even in big blockbusters, cause that was a huge budget and a huge production. You do get the odd actor that suddenly kind of gives you something different. And I think that's where Tom Holland kind of sets apart from, from Garfield, who to me was just following the direction to a point. And, and I thought Garfield and Stone could have been brilliant together because I mean, they're both really good actors. She's she's going to go on to, I mean, she won an Oscar for La La Land this year, which she's incredible in, and she's just going to go on strength to strength. She's a great actress. Garfield as well. I mean, the guy's got big potential. He's been in a couple of big war films this year. Um, another good British actor, but I just think they just got it wrong. You know, you know the direction what? of the You're film. Right. I and thought, it just, yeah. I always thought, I had this preconceived bias, right, after Spider-Man 3, which was horrendous. Uh, so horrendous, oh, God, I don't so even bad. remember it, right? I don't, I only remember the terrible um, Venom kind of reincarnation. And then and the Goblin was, was like another one, like, you know, his, the, the son, whatever his name oh, was. Oh, God, right, so basically, it was, it, it tainted it. So I always thought those two were the better ones, but I've rewatched, you know, bits of, the second, the second franchise yeah, yeah, that yeah. I did, and I thought it was it wasn't very good at all. In fact, I agree with the, those. I mean, I think Joey was one of them that said it wasn't very good. Uh, Garfield just doesn't look. I mean, whilst he's a better actor, I think than Toby McGuire, I just thought he was old. He looked older, a lot older. 
He looked the... too old. I yeah. agree. Yeah, too he that... did look too old. It's and it not just... the essence, is it, of Spider-Man, really? No, and it's the problem with these films. And we talked about it with Superman. We talked about it with Batman. Um, and we'll probably talk the same if they ever try and make Iron Man again in the future. You know, where you just there's some things you don't the story you've told before you don't keep retelling because. No one gives a shit, you know? <laughs> Ultimately, you, you know the story about Spider-Man and his uncle and why he's out to get revenge and all the problems he goes through. You don't need to retell it again because... And I love that Civil War just skipped all yeah. of that. And yeah, and say, it, you know it did the same. So it did the same with Black Panther as well. I mean, it didn't give you the whole, this is Wakanda and this is what happens and this is this and it gives you the story in the now and what's happening to the character now and then you pick up the little bits about what's gone before because it's subtle you know what I mean it, that's good script writing and that's good direction um, and that's something that Spider-Man's bloody needed for a long time do you know what I mean it's needed someone to come in and shake it up and go do you know what? We can't do an origin story again because we've done that before. And it's the same with Hulk. And we talked about this a lot of times. If they went in now and did a, this is how Bruce Banner with gamma radiation becomes the Hulk. And this is what happens. You wouldn't care. Do you know what I mean? You don't want that. Whereas what they're probably going to do, and that's to do with licensing issues with universal as much as anything else. Um, but I think, you know, because they're going to introduce Hulk into, into Thor Ragnarok, they'll probably skip a lot of, you know, if they give him something to work with, then they might go off and do a Planet Hulk or a different Hulk film. It'd be interesting. But it doesn't have to be an origin, no. you know? No, no, no um, please don't. I'm, I'm actually, I want to see something different. I want to, yeah. we, we are hungry now. We have been, we have been, the way they've switched us on is to, I want new stuff. I want new stories now. For yeah. example, Spider-Man. Have you seen all the three tra- trailers of the Homecoming one? Sorry, oh, well, I know we're going all over the place here with the conversation. Yeah, we but, are, but that's fine. But that's you know what? what? You I mean, basically, with Homecoming, the one, for example, the one I watched, the, the third trailer, <laughs> there's, you're, you're actually in the suit. So he's, there's a trailer and you're, yeah, it's very and, clever. and he's looking and he's going, and, it, and, the, and the computer says, good evening, Peter, you have 576 possible web shooter combinations. <laughs> and you're like, and he's looking at his hands going, what? And it's very, you know, Iron Man like. So there's yeah. an element of you're seeing everything you've never seen in a Spider-Man movie here. You're getting in the suit and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's like, for example, I mean, like they've, they're moving it along. You're, I have not seen a suit like that before. And I, it's a really, really good question. I think I asked it to Joey. I just said, I said, Joey, what, what goes on here? Cause we were talking about it separately a couple of days ago, like civil war, obviously yeah. Iron Man gives him a suit, but. In the comics and stuff, what happens? Does it is it that Iron Man gives him a suit there as well, or he's created himself, or whatever? And he goes, "Well, it's similar." If in Civil War, he's just on the streets, isn't he? Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, as it goes, and he's just yeah. wearing suits he's made himself. But Iron Man does in the first Civil War comic, I think in two thousand. Oh no, in the in the in the Civil War comic in two thousand six, he does actually make. A, well, it's it's all where the Iron Spider stems yeah, from. Yeah, so, so it makes him a suit yeah. there. So he's just like that's how it comes across. So yeah, the kind of merging little bits here and there it looks like MCU, but they are sticking to as much. It's of quite it as it's now. quite subtle actually, because again, you know, it, it, Tony Stark's on a recruitment drive. He's not on yeah. a yeah. he's not on a find a kid and you know 
raise him as a you know father figure kind of thing. It's not the way Robert Downey Jr. works. It's not the way Tony Stark works. Probably um, will in the film a bit. <laughs> this one, well, to an extent maybe, but it's 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 that kind of you know, and they've showed that in the trailer, and I'm sure that's a big part of it. Um, that you know, it's just a he's a a figurehead as such. I don't think he's a father figure, but he's he's someone to at least offer support and direction is which you know he needs. Um, but yeah, I think everyone wants to see who's seen the comics or, or any, even the cartoons, um, the Iron Spider suit at some stage, because it's kind of a, a iconic thing. And yeah, I'm, you know, Spider-Man is, is a big part of the Avengers and, and was for a long time. And it's quite crucial that, that he becomes that because, you know, this, what we see of, of Spider-Man now is what we hope to see going forward in phase four, because phase four is about, you know, after Gauntlet and after what goes on with Thanos and, and the massive war and everything else, you've got your kind of Captain Marvels and your Doctor Strange and your Spider-Man and these kind of newer, fresher, kind of different characters that we want to see more of because you'll get a Guardians 3, yeah, and you, you might, you know, I don't know if you'll get another Ant-Man after you get the second one, but you'll get some of these characters coming through and maybe the shield being handed over to one of the other, you know, characters after Captain America and maybe X, Y, and Z, but you need a fresh blood, you know. Marvel isn't going to stop for anyone. It's going to keep evolving. It's going to keep using characters and keep developing characters. And the reason that Tom Holland does a casting is so crucial is that he's young enough, he's flexible enough and he's, he's, he's fun, you know, he's got energy. And what I loved about him whenever I've seen him is that the stunt work is, is as much him as he can be. And you see these videos of him learning how to become a gymnast almost in his back garden with his crash mats and doing backflips. Well, did and you hear that? How he, how he got the role? Oh, I know the rough outline, but he no, basically he basically auditioned online. He he had a, he basically had an online campaign, and he was trying to convince all Spider-Man fans that he was the one to go for. He was acting it. He's putting a suit on. He was doing flips. He was. He's got some balls. That he kid. was doing everything possible, and his brother's just yeah. laughing at him, videoing himself, saying, "Look, I am." spider-man i can do this and like you know it just it's just freaky how he ended up getting it. 1500 people went for it the russos everyone was involved not only yeah. tom watts the whole like you know the ceo the whoever is involved at marvel studios the russo brothers everybody yeah. was like it needs to be right for fucking avengers as well right so well, got, it needs to be right for it. everything man. yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly so out of 1500 people he got it he fucking nailed it. That is yeah. pretty damn as close as you're going to get to Spider-Man. I like think. I said, he's been in other films, man, but nothing that would have, you know, he's in a good film called The Impossible, which is, he was quite young in that, and he, he's the kind of standout amongst, you know, Naomi Watson, um, oh God, who else is in that? A um, couple of other people. It's, it's a good film, but he's a standout, and he's very young in that. Um and he did look like someone who's got potential, and, and they all do, but potential doesn't mean you're going to sign a multi-million pound, you know, contract for X amount of films, you know, and, and then go on and become one of the biggest stars, because Spider-Man is that, if, if it's done right, do you know what I mean? And this film, I mean, the predictions for this film are off the charts. I mean, the the big thing with this, and I know you take your, your daughters are a little bit older than mine, um... 
my kids to some all these films or most of them. Um, probably not Deadpool. <laughs> no, but <laughs> they desperately want to watch it. We're like, yeah, okay, grow up. Get, get, when yeah, you're when you're 14 at least. Um, <laughs> maybe more. But maybe yeah. 16. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a harsh one to let them watch, you know? Yeah. When yeah. Stu has a kid, it'll be when they're probably about eight. Two, but, no, you know, no, when it's two, two months old, a kid, come on. <laughs> baby hand. I can do it for real. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's all wrong on all kinds of levels. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, stuff like you, you know, my little boy has had no interest. Uh, well, not, not a great interest in all these things. He loves cartoons and he loves the kind of Lego games and the, the depictions and all the Lego that comes along with it. But until, until baby grew and I had a, a massive breakthrough with Guardians that he was just suddenly desperate to watch Guardians. We watched Guardians one and we went to Florida and met baby grew, which was big for him. Cause it's like an animated version of star Lord and Disney. I can't wait to go awesome. with the kids again, even though they're getting big. I can't <laughs> so wait to good. go back to Florida again. Cause so the Marvel good, stuff and star Wars, they will go ape shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's just great. And all the universal stuff's amazing, man. But, um, he just suddenly got this kind of bug for it. And then all of a sudden finally getting him interested in watching Avengers. But Spider-Man was always my golden ticket because little boys and little girls just love it. Do you know, it's just, it's just the character that they all want to be in the playground, you know, and it's just got, it needs to be done right. That was my thing. Uh, you know, I don't want to go and watch a shit Transformers film. I want to go and watch Spider-Man. Do you know what I mean? With yeah. my son. And it's that kind of, Every you know, you, you watch it. stuff with your, yeah, you watch stuff with your, your dad like I do and, and your daughters and it, it spans three generations. And I think that's what, that's what this film was always going to do. Um, but if it's done right, then it breaks records. Do you know what I mean? And then it's it starts to, they, you know, they, they, uh, yeah. I think we covered it. Looks it, yeah. Yeah, it, it looks massive. Yeah, it looks massive. They man. nailed it with the ten-minute cameo. Now, look, they got to put. It, they got to bring across all the elements of Spider-Man. He's not a killer. The ethics, the morality factor. No, 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 exactly. When yeah. he's battling, you know, is he going to be battling in this film? He's still young. Uh, what's he going to be doing? Is he going to be, you know? Does he want to, I mean, what's the key going to be? It's going to be a lot of Robert Downey Jr. I don't want him to take over, by the way. I don't, I hope that it's I, limited. That's the one thing. Yeah. You, you know? don't want, you, you want it to be about Tom Holland and yes. his relationships with his for friends sure. and, and, um, and the girl that he, you know, is always going to fall for a girl. It's Spider-Man. Do you know yep. what I mean? It has yep. to. Um, and then ultimately the villains and, and you need a good villain. And, and I think for I, once, I think Michael Keaton is the casting. I think movie. he's the key casting and he, he's come back in the last few years. So obviously known for, for, for Batman all those years ago, Batman returns. Cause that was his kind of, that was his breakthrough into anything major. And he was always known as the Batman, you know, um, and came back in the last few years. Birdman was, was big for him. I don't know if he got an Oscar for it, but he was certainly nominated and the film did all kinds of well. And, likes and winged, winged, bird, like winged, winged type things, doesn't he? <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Like a Birdman, Vulture, what the hell? <laughs> I know, it seems to draw him in anyway, but it's good because he, he's back where he belongs, to be honest, because there's a lot of actors and said about Mickey Rourke a few years ago as well, where he went off and all the substance abuse and all the problems came back and did the wrestler. Um, he was in Iron Man two. I think he was in two. He's probably not the best choice of a villain really, but, um, but these actors, sometimes you need that kind of experience, you know, and I thought casting looks great. And, and actually, 
with all the intentions that he's going to be a villain that knows what he wants, but knows he has to do what it takes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he I needs mean, an even, even playing field. That's what he always will show in the trailers that he can't do it with guns and with his bare hands. He no. needs to use these weapons to become yeah. something else. And the and, key, the key is, I think to Vulture's character after speaking, I'm speaking to Joey extensively in the last few days, obviously we've been chatting about it. We've been so excited. Yeah. Well, you, Vul- you bench, you, you know, you DM him Spider-Man, you probably get exactly. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's great. He's just, he so loves the, it, the, the key of Vulture is basically how does he turn into Vulture? Because the story is going to be something. Something pushes him to it. He's not a bad yeah, man. He, yeah. he gets pushed into that criminal, you know, world. So that's going to be the key of how it happens and stuff. And it'll be let's see if they do it cleverly or not in this film. So it, that, there's so many little things. That, and plus Keaton as well himself. Yeah, storied actor, man. Come on, he's, he's yeah. And he's, Vulture. I mean, Vulture's always going to be a, a good villain choice because we've had. Doctor Octopus, we've had reincarnations of various different Spider-Man villains over the years. I think Sandman was in Iron Man 3 and... Oh my god, like, but Spider-Man's villains are only, maybe even on par with Batman's villains, right? They are... Yeah, I would say they're the only ones in the MCU that hold up to, to, to Batman's villains, I'd say. You know, I always say, you know, DC Universe has got the better selection of villains, but... Spider-Man ones are the ones that might rival it because it's just got so many good, I don't know, it's just imagination that goes into a lot of these villains, you know, and I think they're always the ones that, you know, if you're putting a list together, Marvel, it's it's hard to even think of any of the other major ones. Yeah. and it'd be, Red Skull and Loki and the, the ones that go along with the Iron Man films and, and various stuff. And yeah, bit, it'd be very interesting to see but, if they do anything with the Sinister Six as well. So that'll be interesting because that's what Vulture's are part well, of. Well, it's all been so. in talks, but it's just it keeps breaking down, I think. There was going to be a film released at one stage, but it's it found it a little bit difficult to kind of get together. Um, the one which is quite interesting is the crossover is so Kingpin um, in Daredevil, which wasn't called, I don't think they, they call him Fisk, didn't they? But he is known as the Kingpin. So he's quite an infamous Spider-Man villain. So I don't know. I don't think that'll cross over in that regard, but there's, there's so many good villains, you know, and it's, it's one of those you really want more of those villains in the MCU. I am intrigued by the Venom film. They're trying to paint it as a kind of horror film that they're doing. So mm. we'll have to see how it goes. But I mean, I love Dr. Octopus always. Yeah. And Green Goblin's always great. And they just They've got to make that better though. Green ones. Goblin was yeah. a bit terrible. <laughs> oh, it's been done badly. Yeah. yeah it's, it's been done badly. Um, Cause he's the best in the cartoons, are... isn't he? He's the best in the cartoons, Green yeah. Goblin. You love they it. Did, did they do Rhino at one stage? He was terrible as oh well. There's so God. many good villains, oh, like, terrible. and they just, they don't always do him justice. Let's put it that way. And it's not always that easy because, I don't know, maybe it's just the, it's sometimes about whether the director gets it. Do you know what I mean? And, and whether they had the budget to even make it work, you know? And that's the thing. You really want, Anything that's got animated elements to it or anything that that is of that style needs to be done well. And I think that's the thing with this film. It, it's going to have a big CG budget. Um, it's all about how smooth it looks. And, and even, I mean, the trailer's looking incredible. But the subtlety with it is is important to me. Because Spider-Man isn't about big explosions. And it's it's about him being so athletic and so 
difficult to pin down and using his brain as well as his you know his webs and and, and his kind of strength and stuff he was always the coolest character because you couldn't catch him and if you could he'd talk his way out of it he's that kind of character yeah no, i, I want to see a young spider-man as well they, they have clearly said it's he, well it's shown in civil war he's, he's he, yeah i want to see young. a raw spider-man i want to see the finished article immediately do you get what i mean so yeah, I hope that I think they bring that we, forward yeah, as well. I think that's what that's that's a good point. I think we didn't always get that. We had the oh he's become Spider Man. Oh, over a five minute montage, Rocky style, he's he's honed out to become perfect. Yeah, it should take Spider-Man. it should take a year at least, right? I know. Well, it takes <laughs> Two minutes. time, man. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't take like ten seasons. Imagine if you can start bill, firing webs. It takes a little bit of time. If you, you know, start, if you started getting web shooters on your wrist and started like flying around, I'm sure you wouldn't get it immediately. <laughs> no, there's too many jokes about sticky hands and stews. Not about, but you know, <laughs> I just don't think you'd get it, would you? You wouldn't no, you know wouldn't. what the hell's happening to yourself if you're a pubescent teenager and all this stuff's happening to you. So, yeah, it's Spider-Man was always that. You know, it was always the interesting one, and. And that's why, I mean, people like, and we mentioned Joey a lot, but it, it, it's his love, you know, and he's, he's, he's named his kid good Parker. friend of the show. He's yeah, named his kid Parker, how, so shows how, you how fucking much he cool loves, is that? He loves um, it, absolutely loves it. And then people do, you know, and like, I went to the, and I keep mentioning it, but it's pretty fresh and it was awesome. I went to the States and, and in Universal, they've got this big Spider-Man ride and they've got all this kind of, you know, the shop and the memorabilia and all the kind of stuff is huge, man. I mean, Spider-Man is always been huge. You know, it, it's, it's something that the original films grossed incredible money. And even these reincarnations for a few years ago, which didn't do as well, still pull some numbers, man. I mean, that's the thing. Spider-Man, if you get it right, is a banker. It's going to make money. It's going to draw audiences and it's, it's, it leads to more films. Do you know what I mean? In the Guardian, Spider-Man is a one billion dollar business. Yeah, one, it's, it's it's industry just on Spider-Man alone. Now, I mean, the first film, eight hundred million dollars worldwide, two thousand and two. It's right? not only that though, is it? Fifteen years the, ago, like though, said, that is serious. Everything. Yeah, exactly, man. And you know as well as I do that what Disney do as well as anyone, actually better than anyone. Let's be honest, is they know how to market things, not just the film, but every single element that comes along with it. So they'll build rides out of it in their theme parks. They'll sell clothing. They'll sell, you know, toys. They'll sell everything that comes along with it because it all ultimately increases the brand, it increases awareness, and it makes them money, you know? And yeah. that's the thing with Spider-Man. It's it's a banker, you know? If, if you, you get it wrong mm. and kill off the films because you've done such a bad job, <laughs> then it would be massively damaging to everyone involved. So like you said, they want to get Spider-Man MCU, they want him on side, you know? It's, it made so much sense. Well, you know when I'm the toys came out? Like, if you go to Disney stores and stuff, and there's loads of, like... Um, Iron Man and Hulk and all these masks. Yeah. There was always a Spider-Man mask. It's like always. It's even it doesn't matter if he's not on TV, not on not yeah. on the on cinema. It's been years, but the Spider-Man mask is the one that will outlast them all because. You know, you know, when I grew up, I, I love, I love Superman, but we always, we keep going back to it. I think that's the one you connect to as a kid the most. Yeah, Spider-Man in your childhood, it, everyone loves it. There's like a little nephew of mine as well that only this is like three years ago. He just used to say, I'm Spider-Man. 
So all I used to do to him was like, hi, Piderman. <laughs> and he couldn't say S, so he used to say Piderman. I'm uh-huh. Piderman. So all you do is, all I used to do, when I used to say hello to him, I used to pretend that, pretend that I'm, I'm firing webs at him. Just basically yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. So that's how I connected with him. Just because I knew he loved him. And a way to connect to that child was just by pretending to be Spider-Man and firing webs at him. And he'd run around and fire back. And it just tells you everything, really, that when you're yeah. growing up, your first superhero kind of love, and that's in this day and age. So he, that kid would not have seen these films. Oh, no, no, no. He's a little oh, kid. Oh. It's just through cartoons and just stuff in, in toy shops and stuff. Yeah, is, exactly. It, madness. It's that big. It doesn't even need to be on, you know, on, um, on, in the movies or, or, you know, in your face. It's that, I mean, that's how big the brand is. I would actually say, even though I love Superman, I think this is the most relatable hero. He's a, he's, he's just the one yeah. that cheats. I think, you know, we, we on this part, um, having always given Superman much love, I'd say the original Superman films, Christopher Reeve, are just, he, he was brilliant. And they, they were, I mean, the, the soundtrack and Maybe the not the third one. <laughs> no, no, but the first couple, especially yeah. the first one for me, it's, one's super. they were just iconic, you know, and, and everything about them, I can see, you know, and that's why people kind of get on board with Wonder Woman. And, 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 you know, it's that kind of pro-female, someone to, you know, there's not many female heroines that are portrayed well, um, not many at all, not enough. But, um, you know, there was always going to be, she was an iconic character from TV and it's great that they did her justice. And, and I think ultimately that's all we, we care about. I mean, I, you know, I want to go and see these films and, but it's, it's, it's the comic book readers and the, the kind of people that really care about the direction of these films and, and the comics and, and everything is, is they ultimately want the legacy and they want it to be done, done well and done with love and care and affection because they care about these characters. Do you know what I mean? So when we see a bad film of these characters we care about, it's damaging to us. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, any backlash you had against Batman versus Superman is because ultimately you're disappointed. You know, I wanted, you, it, to be, I wanted it to kill it. And, and yeah. to be honest, Wonder Woman has got me so excited. For, yeah. And and you know what it did? I mean, we, we're supposed to be doing Batman versus uh, so Spider-Man. Yeah, that's here, but, all right. but Wonder Touch Woman, when I watched Wonder Woman, I went home and I watched the ending of Batman Superman because that was the best. You know, you know when they're fighting together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their connection and how they were linked up. And I just thought, for once, they did something right. When I rewatched that film, they actually connected everything fits with Wonder Woman so nicely that yeah. you can actually think, you can actually feel the thought that's got in. And, the, you know, the, yeah, and it gets you a bit excited. Finally, for yeah, there's yeah, some yeah, planning yeah. from DC. Even though that yeah. film wasn't the best, what they have I think done w- is they set it w- up. What the nice. hope is for that is, and, and we'll talk about this when we talk Wonder Woman, is, it's Joss Whedon's kind of taken over the reins because Zack Snyder's got family illness or, or problems. Um, and Joss Whedon, who did uh, Avengers um, and Age of Ultron, has kind of gone on. He's going to go and do Batgirl and and, and move to the, the dark side, as it would be known. Um, and he's finishing up the shooting and the direction of it. And if he's given license, it makes me quite excited because we obviously love Avengers. And I would have thought it was all done, though, Rory, because it's uh, out in November. It's out in November. Well, no, he took over with three weeks of filming to to go, or or at least, and then post-production. So he'll have a lot of a sway of what 
the final film looks Maybe like. Maybe reshoot things and stuff if he's... Yeah, um, because the Han Solo thing, obviously, um, that's had huge issues um, in the, the director's got fell out and then... I don't, I don't even like read the about casting this. on that one, to be honest. No, I'm very nervous about this. Really but then nervous. Ron Howard's come on board and they've already finished shooting. They're going back to reshoots and everything else. And obviously Josh Whedon will keep the direction as Zack Schneider, I'm sure. But it does excite me because he can do a story a little bit better than Zack. You know, Zack's got great visuals, but he's terrible at knitting things together. That's what's the main issue about him. Whedon's Superman. got... He's got Avengers to his... Uh, Avengers. Mate, he's got great... Yeah. Great CV, and he, he he will hopefully sort out some of the problems that we had, and I think that does excite you about Justice League, and that they will get things on on back on track because they've got great characters, and that's ultimately what what should lead to great films, you know. Um, and that's the thing with all of this; it's all about these characters and the development, and you just got to think casting looks perfect throughout for Spider Man, um, director. I know little about, but again, I always trust anyone who's linked within the Marvel universe because I think they've got the right people watching over it. And I think sometimes the influence was a little bit too heavy. Um, let's talk about with Ant-Man and what happened with Edgar Wright and the problems there. But a lot, a lot of the time they do steer the directors in the right direction. Do you know what I mean? And they do make quite bold choices. James yeah. Gunn. James Gunn was a nobody, man. We, I mean, it, He's looking he awesome now. <laughs> he did Scooby-Doo, for Christ's sake. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, he did Scooby-Doo and he did all these random hor- horror films and B-movies and all this kind of stuff. And they plucked him from obscurity and then made him make one of the best modern films, you know, of this generation, really, because Guardians is going to go on to become, um, you know, one of the greatest trilogies, I think, of all time. And, and that's the thing. It's it's getting the cast right and getting the person at the helm, because ultimately that's what matters. And, yeah, I think, I mean, Spider-Man's going to go on to do big things, and Tom Holland's going to go on to do huge things, I think. And that's what it's excites me most. Just of his career. He's I mean, just a star in the making. He's yeah. been a star since... Since he was young, but you, you saw it in Civil War, and you thought, "Christ, this kid doesn't just got seem it. a British kid." Does not see, seems well, like he's from New York in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing with his actors, man. Like he's so just good. The, the the real supremely talented actors, and there's a lot of them. I genuinely think it's quite a golden age for for young actors, and I'd say especially British actors. You look at Tom Hardy, Nicholas Holt. You look at Tom Holland. There's some really really talented actors in England, and and doing. I think Holt went for this as well. Didn't get it. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I mean, that guy's still got loads of scope. He, he does a load of films. I mean, the guy couldn't even get his. When I saw his last interview, he couldn't even get. A schedule, you know, he, he couldn't get a free six months to do a film. He, he literally had back to back films. And the same with the guy who did, um, Kingsman. I don't know if you've seen Kingsman. No, not um, yet. It's a good film, man, actually. You'll like it. But, um, young British actor, again, back to back films, you know, it can't, the f- phone doesn't stop ringing for some of these actors because they just fit, you know, they just, they're just a bit of the buzz at the minute. And, and it's great, man. I, I do love, I'm not doing the whole proud British bullshit. I just, I like when good actors get what they deserve. And, yeah, and I, I think, think a lot of these I actors. I think London's, there's a school, I think, there that's just producing so many, so many young talents. And we produce a lot of films over here as well, yeah, man. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and, We're kind I, of on the forefront with, yeah, with, with most film of the Disney industry, stuff here. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it is. I mean, Star Wars is it's mainly over here, isn't it? Um, they do most of the shooting over here, and, and and the same for TV. I mean, Game of Thrones is quite heavily with Northern Ireland yeah. and, and other areas, and and the and the cast. I, yeah, yeah, and some of the, the studios, Pinewood Studios, and stuff, and it's good, you know, because for film lovers like ourselves, we it's good, you know, it's good to be connected, you know, because I do think you feel a bit more in tune. I don't know if it's the way the the films are directed. I don't feel they're very Americanized. I feel like Hollywood's moved on a little bit and had those outside influences. Do you know what I mean? You, you watch films now and you don't think it's just a bit too Americanized, if that makes sense. And that's not a, a slight at America at all, because I love most of the things that come out of the States. It's just that for a while, I think they were making films just for a certain demographic of an American, you know, with those kind of big action films. Everything happens much, in America. Yep. It's <laughs> yeah. Not much thought for anywhere else. Whereas no. you watch like, you watch Captain America films and they're, they, all, they're all round. They go all across Europe. You Remember know, we, like did films, we did that quiz. We did that quiz. How many cities? <laughs> yeah. How many yeah, cities yeah. was it in? It was great. Oh, I mean, going, back great, to, like. going back to Tom Holland, I think yeah. what they've done is they found an actor that, seems to have fitted the character in the comic books to a T. Yeah. I, I personally believe that. And I, I hope, you, you know, when we all watch the movie and you guys come back and maybe if I'm on the review or not, because obviously... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, no, I, no, 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 I'd prefer, I'd prefer those two guys who know, uh, who know, oh, who know Spidey fine. more than I do. Well, but, I mean, I, I hope when we come back, we all say, finally, you know, they've, they've got a Spidey that is like what we would expect it to be like. They like the cartoons and stuff like that. And, um, I mean, should we just set up where, what we've seen so far in civil war? We have seen, um, may has, is getting younger with every franchise. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> There's no uncle Ben in this one. So no, that's, that, that's very sorry. different. And, and basically all, all we know is that Stark has been looking for, you know, other superheroes, we don't know how long Tom Holland's been um, Spider-Man in his own, you know, in his own. No, it implied been doing it short term. Let's put it that yeah, way. That so probably true. six to twelve months was the implied. Which is thing. good, really. Which is good because he's not got any webs or nothing. He's just doing. He's just realised he's got kind of like he can he can hang off walls and whatever. And yeah, and he's got some oh, well, and he's stronger strong. as well than oh, he seems, God, you know. Really that's strong. the thing, and and it shows in the trailer when the guy, you know, he's talking about. I, you know, I can't remember what he says about lifting a car or stopping a car or something. Bus, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can yeah, stop yeah. a bus. That's yeah, it. and that's the thing. It, that's one thing people forget about Spidey is, is his strengths as well as anything else. Do you know what I mean? It's not just yeah. his agility. <laughs> it's, it's his funny strength. Story. Funny story. Spider-Man, you know, like, I love playing top trumps with my girls. Oh, and, like, nice. we've got we've got top trumps for DC, Marvel, and yeah, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, I love all that. Man. But, you know, yeah. for for Marvel... The, what tells you the most, he's always the one that's like a 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. It, like, that's when you look at it and you go, flipping heck, he's better than all of them. Well, I mean, yeah, you look at it because, you know, if you do line him up, and this is something we could do. Agility stage, 10, power 10, strength 10. Um, you look at him yeah. and he does compete. You know, obviously he's not a god like no, Thor. No, he's no. not the strength of Hulk. But he's agile, you know, and so he's got more than your Bucky's and your Falcons and your, even your Iron Man's bar suit, obviously, does make a bit of a difference. But, you know, Captain America's and everyone, man, the guy is, is supreme. And I think it showed almost in Civil War, they got across that 
he's strong and he's agile and 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 he and he can take a hit, you know. And yeah, he's just naive. And, yeah, he's at the moment he's just, he's just naive young <laughs> and naive and fresh. And he, for him, it's just a good. This is just a good day out, and they're all fighting like it's a, it's a real war, you know. And that's why he was kind of a a blessing in disguise in that film. And, yeah, he was a kind of light relief, along, with, get over that, along with Paul Rudd, you know. Mm. Oh, um, God, yeah, he's he's just nailing it, man. Yeah, I, again, just just perfect depiction, perfect casting. But, um, it, you know, Spider-Man was the kind of real star of the show in, in Civil War. And I think I when so. you saw that, everyone got excited about this film. And I think the buzz of this film going into it and the pre-weekend estimates are going to be off the charts. Um and I think it's going to go on and being huge, you know, you know, roughly the plot because it's still familiar ground. Do you know what I mean? The trailers give that away that, you know, he, he's getting a suit from, from Iron Man and he's, he's not allowed to go off and fully, you know, he doesn't trust him yet. Do you know what I mean? He wants him to just <laughs> deal with the, you know, let Avengers deal with the main bad guys and you just deal with, you know, you just learn. Do you know what I mean? Tony's kind of been a bit... Yeah, go and rescue cats, mate. <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit, you know. And, and he obviously doesn't want that. He wants to protect his city and stand What would a kid for, do? You know? A kid that's got that power, that's been involved in a, in a, in a fisticuffs with, with Captain America. What would you want to do? He's you not going to be scared, man. He wants to... You want to go and fight, man? He's got a lot of heart. That's the thing. And, and Spider-Man's always got the heart. He's like Captain America in that sense. You know, he doesn't know how to say no to a fight. He doesn't know how to back down and and you're going to see that in this film I'm sure and you're going to see a quite I hope you see a twist on the classic story because obviously it's, 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 it's a different film it's not just the origins but I hope you see a few twists and turns which you might not expect and he's going to get a pounding more than once let's be honest it's, it's going to be it's not all plain sailing and you know it never is with Spider-Man but I think this film is going to be excellent. All, all signs point to it being a great film and doing exceptionally well. And I just think it leads really well on to what's going to come. Yeah, I think Joey and know. Stu have talked in the past on this show. I, I, I clearly remember them saying that you yeah. know, Spidey in Civil War in the comics switches sides. You know, yeah. so so whether that happens here or whether that happens in in. Um, Infinity War, something's going to happen where he's falling out with people. So it's, it's going to be so interesting to see where they go. And I don't think this is going to be the only Spidey film. I think there's going to be so many more under the Marvel, like, you know, when they do the, when they do the part four, whatever it's called, um, phase four, phase four, I think you'll see Spidey's going to have one film in there as well, as well as obviously linked in with the others. So yeah, exactly. He's obviously going to be a big part of, of, um, the last two Avengers films. And then, yeah, we'll have to see what comes next, but uh, it's only going to be, you know, Spider-Man's always going to be within modern culture, you know, within pop culture. He's iconic. It's, and if done right and with the right Spider-Man, which they look like they've nailed, um, and under the right direction, which I think 
anything with Disney MCU generally doesn't go wrong, let's be honest. They, they rarely put a foot wrong, especially on their big guns, do you know what I mean? They know what their big hitters are. And Robert um, Downey Jr. is their big, one of their big hitters who they're trying to phase the, out. He's the big hitter. And, and yeah, phasing them out is important. And but how they're they giving the rub important. to a kid. So, you know, in wrestling terms, I know people hate when they yeah, do this, yeah, but, yeah. but in wrestling, you try and, what they say when you say you're giving a rub to someone, they normally bring up a young star and they pit him against or with a big star and, and let yeah. him like go over. So what they, what, this is what I similarly see here that Robert Downey Jr.'s, has been part He's of this franchise. Man. He's the man. Yeah. And they're bringing in a brand new young super, uh, sorry, Spider-Man, not Superman, Superman on my brain, um, Spider-Man. And he's getting to share airtime, movie time, you know, on screen time with this guy and bounce off him. Yeah. And it's just going to do wonders, do wonders oh, yeah. for, for, for this new era, this new phase of Spider-Man. Yeah. And it is about new eras, you know, we haven't even seen Captain Marvel yet and she's going to be huge. Oh, I agree. Right? Um, we've seen Doctor Strange he's going to be huge as well so it's nice oh, that we're yeah. building no, aren't we now we're building want, a new man. yeah it's what you want you you want to see new characters because that's ultimately what it's about I mean you, you know the same with when we look at these Spider-Man films and historically is we don't want to see the same story in the sequel and the one after that and the same and same and same we want something new and fresh and I think that's what they're going to deliver here and again, you know, that's what everyone craves, really. They want something they feel comfortable with and familiar with, but that's a bit exciting and a bit fresh. And that pushes boundaries, because I think ultimately that's what, in terms of technology and the way films are shot and, you know, all that kind of stuff, that's what they do in in the States, you know, with the rides. That's what they do with the films and, and the 4Ds and everything else that's coming along with it. And Spider-Man is just perfect for all of that because it is, is action as you, you best want and it's a relatable character and, and it's something, you know, all kids dream of being when they're six years old or seven years old, you know what I mean? And that's what ultimately is, is the, the kicker there because everyone that goes wait. to watch it. I can't just, wait to watch yeah. it. Mate. I just cannot. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way to close off is that I cannot wait to watch this movie. Yeah, and that's the thing this year, man. There's some great, great films. There's already been two. I, I think this could be, uh, you know, one of the iconic years for kind of big cinema, you know, big comic book cinema. Because I'm, I'm, I'm worried you know, about Thor. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm really, not. I hope the director really... is the director is mental. He's from New Zealand. He's done tiny films like James Gunn. He is just going to be perfect for it. And because so. the Hulk stuff, it just looks, he's a, he's a quite comedy based director. And I think Thor needed a bit of a, an uplift. And the casting is fucking incredible in that film. You know, so yeah, I'm quite excited about it. And I'm not normally excited about Thor films because I really don't rate Justice the first League, two. Thor. Yeah. Oh my God. There's God, so I forget much. about Justice League. There's so much to come. Well, I know, man, and we're only, what, three films in, and they, you know, I'd expect five big films. What this just year. do you call Superman Captain Underpants or something? What is it? I don't know. Whatever. Shit, like, he's, and, and, like, he's going to be back as well, so I'm, I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, he's going to, I mean, Stu will hate The Flash because he hates Ezra Miller. Um, Mate, I'm 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 hoping they nail it because I love the TV depiction of it. Yeah, we do. So yeah, we do. Just, um, um, yeah, it's a big favourite on this part, and we are a little bit upset that Grant Gustin isn't getting his shot. On he's the big cool. Screen. Grant Gustin. He is a cool guy. He is, but I, I again, you know, 
let's just think positive thoughts because um, I, I think everything's going to be rosy this year. There's some really good films so far this year, and I think there's some really great ones to come. So, yeah, man, I think any plugs before we go? <laughs> um, not really. Just, <laughs> just this, a few. No, not really. There's so just much the seven pods you did in the last four days. Yeah. I've done. Yeah, I've basically, you know, the, it's the holidays, and uh, well, not the holidays. It's the it's preseason. You know, it's yeah. hard for people to get get going at the, so so basically i've just it's been, not always you've no. been doing things that i think you know to to give you benefit you, you, you're pushing a few boundaries and, and talking about subjects that you know the things with the injuries and, and yeah. some other stuff and obviously a lot of a lot of really good work is going into on the box and i think we're going to see a little bit more hopefully of, um of movie night and, and obviously our pods and and, and and guys kind of come you know gaming pod as well one up so hopefully we'll we'll keep the entertainment on coming with some good stuff on our yeah, side yeah there's an on, on the box um, coming soon i think this will be out before that we've already recorded and that's ready to go uh, on better yeah you're doing a lot man you so must watch a shitload of telly yeah i'm loving it i'm loving it at the moment so i'm watching the americans at the moment as well so there's there's so much to go i think i want to watch there's American some great Gods. telly man there's some yeah, good stuff yeah. out there so if you watch oranges and new black at some point me and Stu will come i have um i have to catch up on that so I will do that because Stu said go and watch it again because that third season's terrible and I need to move I'm on. I'm only so. on season two, so I'm still a little. Yeah, so when you get to I'll season to three, I, I I watched four or five and I thought this is shit, so I switched it off. So so basically, I need to go back. <laughs> I yeah, need to go no, back no, and, and, and sometimes you have to stick through stuff, and then it does, you know, and then Game of Thrones is something. Oh my god, so. I am actually planning if I can get it done. I am planning yeah. an on the box for every episode. Every episode of I'm Game of Thrones. I'm rewatching from the start. I've got to season three. So, it's just, if people it's are just interested so to come on a show immediately after the after watching it on the Monday night, we might just be doing a post show. Um, oh my god! Show. So you're yes, a bad fan. You're no, because a bad fan. because that's the one that you do it for. If you're gonna yeah, do I, it, if you're gonna do one. it, man. If you're gonna do it, if there's one show on telly that you do it for, it's that. I mean. The, the old episode of Walking Dead, I think, needs a reaction, and we've done a couple of reaction pods, in fairness, but nothing like Game of Thrones, man. And it's going to be iconic, this series. It'll it's going to be huge. So there's only, what, there's eight one, episodes as well? So there's only two Eight months. episodes. One of the fight scenes is going to be the biggest thing you've ever seen on telly. Wow. Ever. Wow, wow, it's got more, something like 550 horses, 1,000 men. It's going to be like a Braveheart scene. It's just going to be mental. So, and yeah, dragons, I'm, and I'm dragons, really and dragons. And dragons, fully grown, fully blown, fully riding dragons. Yeah, it's going to be ace. Um, I think, we, I think we, we've done too much. <laughs> 10 minutes. I, I got excited about Game of Thrones. I could talk for about 40 minutes now about Game of Thrones. Hey, it's relatable. It's books, <laughs> comics. Come on. Yeah, that's the thing, man. And that's, you know, we all deal in this element of, you know, comic book and mythology and fantasy and all the fun stuff. So, all good. Um, it's been a pleasure, man. It's nice to catch it's up. Awesome. Talk. Thank it's you so much for inviting me. Cool on, looking film. No, it's great, man. And then, yeah, we'll have you back for the review. And yeah, we've got plenty more to come on, on comic pod. Um, we are eventually getting an Ant-Man. It's the cursed Ant-Man pod that keeps <laughs> happening and not happening because one of us gets struck down by some illness or some work shit or something going on. Um, but we will be back with that soon. And then Wonder Woman review to come. We, we're going to review Spider-Man. And there's some really good stuff to look out for. So, yeah, we will be back very soon in the next week or two. Right, I'm off to watch Spider-Man on D-Box. See you later. Take it easy.
planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.